Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Brawl Podcast. What up, everybody? We're back. Another episode of the Brawl uh, post spring break. Jaden, how are we doing, my man? Oh, we're doing solid, baby. Duke's in the final four. Fans have Tyreek Hill. USA Soccer, I think, qualified for the World Cup. So we're on a sports high right now. Yeah, man, it's been awesome watching March Madness. It's been a pleasure watching all these athletes and student athletes, for sure. Um, I've been just stoked. Well, I haven't been stoked about maybe Gonzaga, but I've been stoked about just about every game. How about you? Uh, it's been a lot of fun watching all these St. Peter's Miracle Run. I call it the Gonzaga L. Yeah, man, Jaden's Duke, unfortunate to see, but uh, they are riding Final Four. And we're going to get into uh, a lot more Final Four later in the week. Today we're going to discuss mainly football, but uh, we're also going to talk uh, maybe some Cinderella discussion and a little bit more. Jaden, who are we having on the show today? All right, today we have a, a Colts and a Titans fan on for the AFC South breakdown. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Who's the Who's your guest? Mine, my, my guest is a buddy named Braxton. Uh, so you heard his brother last week, and this is him, Archie Patrice. Hell yeah. We're going to get right into it, and uh, let's first get back on the basketball thought process. Uh, Jaden, what has been better for you, watching Duke win or watching a 15 seed make it to the Elite Eight? I'm torn because I was thinking about that today, actually. I was like, I love this Duke run because I think we've grown up since the UNC loss, which shouldn't have happened. But there's something special about St. Peter's. Yeah, and today was kind of a a win-win because no matter what, it was going to be either Duke, North Carolina, or Duke, St. Peter's in the Final Four. Yeah, I mean, either way, it wasn't going to be a bad one because you would either have the best rivalry in college basketball or you would have, like, the biggest David versus Goliath matchup we've ever seen. Besides St. Peter's, what were you most surprised about this tournament? Uh, Baylor going out. Really? That's interesting. Just because... I I thought their defense would kind of carry them, but I don't know. It's just been just been weird. Yeah, um, wasn't their year, and you know what? Nobody talked about it at all. But did you know that Virginia didn't even make the tournament? They're in the NIT. I didn't even I didn't even know that till like yeah. A week or ago. Oklahoma. I feel like Oklahoma always does well in the tournament. Yeah, there's just a couple teams I noticed that were usually not there. But yeah, it's been awesome, and the final four is going to be sick. Um, anything else you noticed or wanted to talk about for the March Madness month we've had? Ah, uh, not really. I mean, we'll get deep into that Thursday, so. Yeah, definitely do. We'll get deep into that later in the week, so. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, since we last talked, a lot has happened in the NFL. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Devontae Adams to the Raiders. I mean, I don't think J.C. Jackson signed anywhere last time we talked. Chargers, yeah. No, he's now at the Chargers. You can announce here at Glory Hole that I'm happy about as well. So the Legion is Zoom, and Tyreek Hill to Miami with Raheem, with Chase Edmonds. It's your Madden with Jalen Waddle. I know, like literally a Madden team you would draft. I it was I was so happy because they actually using the name I always use too. So like what what would you say? Back in like Madden twenty, 
when we were doing our like just you know friends leagues, I would always draft what I called the Legion of Zoom, just Tyreek, like anyone who was above ninety seven speed, they were on my team. Rugs was and, there. Oh, Rugs, I think Marquise or yeah, Hollywood Brown, like everyone who was fast in the game was on my team. I called it the Legion of Zoom, and now the Legion of Zoom is not only in real life, but it's on my Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I got to say, like, I'm definitely jealous, but at the same time, I'm so happy that Hill is out of Kansas City. Yeah, that helps. So that kind of makes me happy. So um, things are going to be different. I mean, we did a little AFC East deep dive, but that didn't happen during it, so. Yeah, I mean, plus we kept our two first-round picks for next year, too, and that we gave up a lot, but we kept our two first-rounders. Yeah, I thought I thought that, I mean, to get that kind of a caliber of a player, you kind of got to do it. I mean, we did it with Wilson, and um, you saw it with Hill. I mean, you just got to gotta give up. Fuck them draft picks. Fuck them picks, bro. Yeah, there's still lots of good free agents still to be signed. I mean, Tyron Matthew, um, Odell, who else out there? Uh, Juice Landry. Yeah, I don't know. I heard I heard talks of Honey Badger to Miami, but I don't know. I don't want to get my hopes up for that one. Gosh, the speed would kill you. Gronk. Yeah. Gronk, Gronk. Had signed. And yeah, it's been it's been something else. We're here to talk uh AFC South and I think we're gonna get right into it right now. And what do you want to start with? The Jags? Yeah, we can go Jags. Yeah, okay. So what you remember last season, uh, give me a little Jags breakdown. The only time I ever like care or Heard about the Jags was one when they beat Miami in London, which sucked. But two, it was like Urban Meyer just fucking up again. So, I mean, I don't know what to think about this team because they're a young team, don't get me wrong, but they just don't give me like a Bengals young kind of vibe or Chargers where it's like it's moving in the right direction. Like, I just haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, they went 3-14 and 14 last season, and – their offense, the defense ranked extremely low in the league um, per usual. But, you know, I saw like a couple games where, I mean, they got a really good win against um, the Bills. You know, that was surprising. And there were a couple glimpses of games you were like, oh, right. Like, you know, there's a flash potential, but they're still very far away from contending for a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, they did beat the Colts week 18 and knocked them out. Yeah, and I don't exactly know what they – you know, specifically need, but they need a lot. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, uh, this draft's coming up. Who do you see them taking or what position group? Aiden Hutchins. They have the number one pick. Hutchinson, sorry. The, we've we've talked about a lot of these guys. And yeah. I mean, he is, he yeah. is just the outright, like, best player in this draft. No, you're right. I agree, and uh, – Jags with number one pick, they're gonna take him. If it, I wouldn't be amazed if you know Kayvon went, but I see Hutchinson going and make it a big difference in uh, Jacksonville. Um, do you think uh, you'll see any free agents sign there or anything else, or do you think that's the team they got right now? I think that's the team they have right now. I'm not sure of the cap situation. I'm guessing it's high since they don't really have like a big star who's taking all their cap. Well, they think Christian Kirk is, for that's for sure. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. 
Yeah, that guy got overpaid, but we'll see, right? He's, uh, yeah. Do you think they finished last in the AFC South? No, I think they finished third in the AFC South. I think the Texans are a worse team than them. Yeah, I mean, there's not a ton to be said about the Jags. They need a, a lot to work with. And uh, let's take it to our next team who saw quite a bit of an offseason. Let's talk about the Texans. Give me what you think about the Texans so far and we've seen in the last year. They finally got rid of Deshaun Watson. I mean, that's the highlight of their season. Other than that, they're looking pretty in rough shape. They're not a young team. They're a pretty old team, and they suck. Yeah, Davis Mills had the most yards for him last year. Um, He's not going to be the guy that's going to turn on your franchise, and especially with Rex Burkhead being your leading rusher all year. So they've got a lot of work to do as well. This division is – it's got some some rough teams for sure, and honestly, one of the weakest divisions I'd say in the NFL. I think it after the uh, yeah, I think it's the weakest. I take that back. I think it's the weakest division. Yeah, and a couple stats on that real quick. I I do have is the Colts' victory in two thousand six is the only Super Bowl win from the AFC South. So uh, they have the longest active Super Bowl victory drought, and it's been a minute for a lot of these teams. So honestly, probably my least favorite division in football, but they've had some really interesting storylines come out of a lot of these teams. Absolutely. So it's not like they're dead in the water, but you know, they can be talked about. Um, right. Who do you, who do you see uh, the t- them taking the draft? Uh, they need help everywhere. So DN probably Trayvon Walker from Georgia. Yeah, just one of the guys we've discussed. I think they, you know, they need somebody to change, you know, their team. And they obviously need a quarterback now. Uh, obviously. Got some picks and just need to go to work. But I think they just need to build around everywhere, honestly. They, uh, they're they just not, like I said with the Jags, just not going to be close to a Super Bowl contender with any players they have on the roster. Right. Uh, do you see them last next season? I see them worse than the NFL. Yeah, maybe next to the Jets, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't expect a lot from this team. No, and you know there are some players that, like I like Brandon Cooks. You know, like uh, there's some players I do enjoy, and I think an Ingram's on there, and um, you know I've never like not liked the Texans, but now they're just like gross to watch. Yeah, I mean I've never had a reason to hate the Texans. Yeah, they're probably, like, one of the most unhated teams, I feel like. Yeah, unless you're in, like, the – I don't know. I feel like in Texas, you got a little, like, Dallas-Houston rivalry, but not, yeah. I feel like they go kind of hidden behind Dallas's hatred. Yeah, where there's, like, the – yeah, I don't mind Houston. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they need help everywhere. Um, They didn't finish hot last season – they had finished hot the season before. Uh, they need change. It is time. It, uh, I mean, they did have a young star quarterback until, you know. They thought. They really thought. <laughs> but uh, it's not a great organization. And as we've seen, it's it's not going to get any better for a second. We were talking Colts. It's Braxton Mitchell on the show. AFC South preview. Uh, how are we feeling about uh, the Matt Ryan signing, Braxton? Uh, well, listen, I'm pretty excited about it because, you know, Matt Ryan, he, he really has never had an offensive line. He's always had, like, really 
high-end receivers, but he's never really had a good running back either. And last time he had a good running back was Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman back in 2017 when they had that duo threat <clears throat> and yep. went to the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, I think him now having Jonathan Taylor and, you know, a, a very young receiving core, I think he'll uh, – I think he'll – in a, in a great offensive line as well, I think he'll do – I think he'll do really well in Indy. Yeah, I think the they got him protected for sure. And Quentin Nelson's definitely one – one of my favorite linemen to watch in the NFL. So um, I definitely think that they're going to be quite the team to beat. And how did you feel about them last season, uh, rolling with Wentz and having the Jonathan Taylor outburst? Well, so, I, so everybody kind of gives Wentz a lot of <clears throat> a lot of crap from from last season. But, I mean, I, I watched every game. You know, Wentz really had a great season. I mean, he was top ten in every statistical category in the NFL with the exception of passing yards. He Top 10 in, in touchdowns, top 10 in QBR, top 10 in pretty much everything you can think of. I mean, he had a great season, and, you know, it was – and he did it all without having weapons other than Mike uh, – Jonathan – oh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. I mean, other than that, none of his receivers were, were you know, uh, you know, household names, and, and you know, a lot of guys who didn't have much experience and has had – you know, have had new quarterbacks every year of their careers um, in Indy or just wherever else they have been. So, um but yeah, no, I, th- I think they had a great year, um, and, I, and I think now with, with a more veteran leadership uh, presence with Ryan and, um, you know, the, I think the ability to <clears throat> Matt going into play action a bunch too with that offensive line and just kind of having that threat with Taylor, I think I think this year kid is going to go really well. And, you know, if Indy went 11-5 and five two years ago with, with Phillip Rivers, I think the sky's the limit with, with Matt Ryan, especially with this schedule this year that they have upcoming. Yeah, no, that schedule will help. And talk to me a little bit uh, about the other side of the ball. Talk to me how you're feeling about defense going into next season. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty pumped about about the defense for sure. I mean, everyone obviously knows about Darius Leonard. Um, you know, he's been he's been one of the best uh, linebackers statistically. I mean, probably that we've ever seen. If people actually look into it, he's playing better than a lot of these. Brian Urlacher, even you know, he has better stats in his first four seasons. Um, overwhelmingly than than Ryan, I mean than <clears throat> Erlacher and uh, um, and Ray Lewis, and you also have a uh, Bobby Okariki. He's not much of a big name guy, but he was top ten in tackles in the league last year, right alongside Darius Leonard. Uh, they picked up uh, Yannick Ngakwe from the Raiders. I think that's going to be a big signing. Um, a lot of people forget about DeForest Buckner. Um, they signed him two years ago. Um, he was a big role in that Super Bowl season. Uh, I guess that with the Niners when they lost. Um, they also got Kenny Moore. Kenny Moore is a, I'm not sure if he got all pro this year, but he was a pro bowl. Um, I think one of the best nickel corners in the league. Um, they got a young safety, Julian Blackman. He tours Achilles earlier this year, but he's been playing great. Um, Isaiah Rogers also, uh, he's a, another young corner. Um, he's also a punt returner too, and he's he had a pretty great season too. So no, I think, I think the defense will be great. And they got Gus Bradley now too from the Raiders. So, um, I think I think the with their young talent and their scheme that and the scheme that Bradley likes to run, I think uh, um, I, I think I think the defense is in pretty good shape to be a top twelve, top you know fourteen defense, and you know even better too if they you know can connect the strings right off the bat. But yeah, yeah, no, definitely well said, and I'm happy you guys took Dengagway out of the AFC West. Uh, Jaden, I want to ask you: uh, the Colts beat the Dolphins last season. 27 to, 17, 27 to 17, but I just wanted to get your opinion of of your thought on, on the Colts last year. I thought the Colts were a low-key, very good team last year. I mean, 
Carson Wentz got a lot of slander for it, but I think, you know, sometimes it was more play calling than on Carson. Carson did make, like, stupid plays, like the left-handed throw for the pick six against the uh, Titans. That was a that was a rough one. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I'm a Miami fan. I know exactly how those plays feel. I mean, Colts are a very good team, and I think with the Matt Ryan pickup, they got even better. Yeah, and, and they're and they're super young too. I mean, with the exception of Ryan, I think they're, um, you know, not having him there. I think they're they're one of the youngest teams in the league. So I mean, they have they have a lot of potential going into the future too. And um, and yeah, Chris Ballard's done a great job through the draft, just building that team and um, you know over the course of the past couple of seasons and you know just picking up guys like Taylor who you know, was probably one of the best statistical running backs in college football history. You know, a lot of people forget about that. I mean, he, he played three seasons and he was in his top five all time, I think in his top six all time and college football rushing yards and all those other guys in the top 50 played four years, you know? So, I mean, he, he, uh, the sky's the limit for him. And, um, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, the stats don't lie. He had 1800 rushing yards last season and I don't think he's going to stop and especially bringing in a veteran and, you know, an NFL MVP and Matt Ryan, that's only going to, you know, bolster the offense. So, yeah, I think I think it's going to be great. Um, did Jaden, did you want to ask uh, Braxton our usual questions we ask people on the show about their teams? Yeah, Braxton, just a few, like, personal fan questions. I mean, what player made you become a fan as a kid, if there um, was one? Oh, so, so I became a huge NFL fan. I was about six or seven. Um, and it was just that Peyton Manning-Reggie Wayne connection. I just always loved watching them growing up. Uh, you know, I think Reggie Wayne was one of the most underrated because it was always Marvin Harrison, you know, alongside him, and he got most of the credit. But, um, no, I think Reggie Wayne was probably the, the biggest guy, made me a big Colts fan growing up. And, uh, um, and yeah, I think definitely Reggie Wayne for sure. Uh, yeah, Reggie, Reggie was nice with it. Um, probably And actually Indy just, and Indy just signed him, actually. He's their new receivers coach, too, so that would be pretty oh, sweet. That would be sick. Back home. Yeah. That would be sick. And probably favorite player on the roster right now, who would that be? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I think I'll probably go with either Hilton or, or Taylor. I think Hilton just because he's been the – he's probably the longest tenure Colt right now. I guess he isn't on the active roster technically right now since he's a free agent. But I think with the cap they have, I think they might get him on a veteran minimum and probably bring him in. But I think I think probably the current, you know, for sure is going to be on the team next year. I would say probably Taylor just – you know, he's young. He's, you know, just a great running back. Um, I think probably the best in the NFL. I mean, people like to talk about Henry, but – and obviously he does carry the, you know, most of the, the workload in Tennessee. But, you know, Taylor from a carry ratio standpoint, I mean, is statistically a much better running back. And, and uh, yeah. So, yeah, I would say probably Taylor. If uh, – so would you take Taylor over Henry if, like, it was an option? Well, it depends on. I mean, the thing with the thing with Henry is, you know, obviously he he gets better throughout the as the game goes on, you know, and that's that's uh, you know, that's kind of how they run it in Tennessee. They don't have a they have a very, you know, low caliber quarterback in Tannehill. I mean, there's a reason things didn't work out in Miami for him, and you know, he went to Tennessee. He really wasn't playing well, and then Henry kind of caught on because you know when Henry first got into the league, he was kind of off and on, off and on. In the past few years, been very consistent. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, you know, they had a, a quarterback like. Um, you know, that really couldn't carry the weight at all. Yeah, then, then maybe. But I think, I think Taylor all around is probably a, um, a, a better running back. I mean, he's taking less touches. You know, you don't have to worry about the health aspect of things. He's a lot younger. Um, I think he's faster too. And Yeah. Yeah, no. Well said. Uh, Jane, you got another one? Uh, just one last one. Where do you see this team next year? 
like I said, um, two years ago, it's pretty pretty identical team to two years ago with Phillip Rivers, and you know the Colts went eleven and five, and <clears throat> they had a great year that year. Um, this past year went nine and six with with Wentz, and a lot of those games were game winning field goals or you know kind of a you know a little mishap at the end here with you know you look at the Tennessee game that you mentioned where you know Carson got under pressure, had the game tied, and threw a pick six and. You know, the game was pretty much over after, you know, they were making a pretty good comeback in that game. Um, they lost a close one to Baltimore um, on a Thursday night game. That should have been a win. Um, there was, you know, two or three games by a field goal. So, you know, I think the sky's the limit with Ryan. I mean, if he can go into Indy, feel comfortable. And, you know, the Colts can pick up one more receiver, I think, or, you know, go through the draft and get, you know, a solid receiver. I think, you know, I they could go as – nine they can go nine and eight again and I feel like at the same time they could go they can go you know 12 and five I mean it it just depends on especially with that that um, uh, schedule this year too I think I think they have the potential to do it especially with that week week division too I mean that's six games a year there with division games and having the Texans and the Jags you know those are definitely uh you know games that should be you know in the bad games so um yeah I think I think the sky's the limit yeah, my last question before I let you go here, uh, Braxton, is are you worried about Tennessee again at all, or you think it's uh, Indianapolis going to start maybe taking over with the uh, poor quarterback play over there in uh, Tennessee? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Uh, great question. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, Tennessee, I think they're a really an unpredictable team. It just seems like they always just kind of catch on at the end of games and kind of just pull through. They really don't win a lot of games on a, from a dominant aspect of, you know, just blowouts and whatnot. Um, you know, they kind of just keep in the game and, you know, clutch plays happen on, on defense and they have a really great defense and, um, and, you know, last year they had a lot of, a lot of injuries and, you know, that's kind of what hurt their season, but I know they lost a few guys too, but, um, but I think, you know, I think they, they probably split it next year, probably split the road games or home games. Uh, I think that's weird thing about division games, you know, the people always say home, you know, teams have home field advantage, but division games are division games. You never know those are going to go. And it's always, you know, weird outcomes and, you know, whether they're the best team in the league or not, you know, you never know who's going to win division game just because, you know, those teams see each other so much, but, but yeah, I think they'll probably split next year. Um, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, man. Well said Braxton. Yeah. You've heard it here first. Uh, Braxton Mitchell, definitely knowing his stats and knowing his information on the show. Uh, appreciate, appreciate having you Braxton. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have another guest on on the show. Good Titans fan. You heard his brother Aiden last week. We have we have the coach, Archie Patrice. What's up, guys? Good to be here. Yeah, thanks for joining, man. Uh, just gonna talk to you real quick about you know some maybe your favorite Titans memories and players, and go over some draft and go over the their season last year. But uh, first, just want to ask you, um, you know. Give me your opinion on the Titans last season with uh, the tough L in the playoffs. It's just tough, man. I mean, like you saw the injuries happen and then you just see them keep winning games. You have the letdown games, obviously, like the Jets or the Steelers, but like they worked just so hard to get the one seed. And then for the wheels just to fall off the bus, it's never the way you want it to end. But I mean, that's just the life of a Titans fan. It's just everything looks so good at first and then the wheels just fall off the bus. I mean, they didn't fall off the bus week 17. That's for damn sure. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Like just a sour taste in my mouth still. Like it's just something that doesn't go away till 
the next season starts. And then you just do the heartbreak all over again. Their offense and defense ranked uh, top 10 in the league both. And uh, we saw some injuries. And, you know, honestly, in my opinion, I think that the Titans are, like, so close to just, like, having that answer of this turn in the Super Bowl corner. But um, I feel like this had some bad luck, honestly, and it kind of sucks to see. It does. I mean, I feel the same way. Like, it just seems like we're a piece or two away, whether that's, like, a new quarterback or just something. I hope we can make it that decision soon and just go in a Super Bowl. Is this Tannehill's last year, you think? Or is this Tannehill's last chance? I, I, I'm i a big Tannehill believer, which Jaden knows. Um, but I, I feel like it has to be. I mean, if he can prove that he can take us far in the playoffs, then he deserves to stay. But if he just can't get it done, he just can't get it done. And we have to move on. And going back to the injuries question, do you want to tell the story of how you jinxed Derrick Henry's? I I said Derrick Henry. I think this is how it went. I can't remember really. Um, oh, I remember. But I think – didn't I say, like, Derrick Henry's going to break, like, the all-time season rushing record or back-to-back 2,000 and then, like, that next Sunday he broke his foot or something? We were at, like, the uh, Tech game and this random, like, this random kid in a Saquon jersey just starts chirping you because you were in your Derrick Henry jersey. And he, he just goes, Saquon's way better. And then, you know, you bring up, he's about to break the record, all this, all that. And then, like, that, the next day he breaks his foot. Yeah, I definitely got humbled pretty quickly, which is never fun. <laughs> pretty sure you told the Saquon fan that Saquon never stays healthy either. I, I do remember that coming out of my mouth. Um, it was just that, like, it reminded me of when I told my buddy Tom Robitaille from Carroll that Josh Allen was never going to make any noise in the league, and now he's one of the best in the league. So I just need to quit with my hot takes at this point. Talk to me about what your opinion on the defense is uh, for the Titans and what you guys possibly need to see in the future. Oh. I mean, the year before this year, it was just a mess. Like, we could not get a pass rush to save our life. And it's it was weird because we had to rely on the offense, and then this year we had to rely on the defense. But this year, like, all the pieces are there. You got Bud Dupree. You got Harold Landry back. Kevin Byard, in my opinion, is a top five safety in the league. Um, Christian Fulton, nice young corner who's going to do wonder for us. My biggest concern is Caleb Farley at the other corner, just with his medical history. And I don't know, like maybe he'll have a bounce back here unlike any other, but it just goes along with those injuries. Like, like Vrabel always says, the best ability is availability. And I just think like that's just the Titans motto. And I think the biggest concern defense wise is just looking at a, a corner. In my opinion, at least. Who do you see the Titans taking uh, in the draft? I think a receiver, just to add a little more depth. I mean, you saw that issue this year where we where like AJ got hurt or Julio was hurt or they were both hurt. And then we had a JV practice squad out there and it was just a mess, just chaotic. 
I would like to see him go after that Ohio State receiver. I can't remember his name, but Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson? What, what were the two? Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson? Olave, but I, I think he's going to get taken early. But um, just someone who's explosive and can be a playmaker when AJ's not in. Um, Robert Woods now, I mean, that's exciting. But I, I still think they go uh, – I still think they go receiver. That's that's yeah, my thing. Talk to me about the what you think about the Robert Woods acquisition. I I loved it personally. I mean, and he said it himself. Like he's, I wanted to go to Tennessee when the Rams told me I didn't want to go, and that's just how John Robinson is. Like he's just looking for guys who they can get for cheap and who will show up and perform out. Obviously, the knee is a little worrisome, but. Just looking at stuff on, like, Twitter and reading online articles, like, his work ethic will just bounce him back. If he's – he might not be where he was at with L.A., but I still think you still have to respect him when he's on the field. I mean, it's just the same thing with Julio. We were a lot better with Julio when he was on the field. So, I loved it. We got him for cheap, a six-round pick for a stud like that. That's just awesome. Yeah, I know a lot of people like have loved Bobby Trees since uh, these USC days, and I think uh, I think it's going to do well. They need weapons, and it definitely won't hurt. Uh, Jaden, do you want to ask him uh, your key questions, uh, fan questions? All right, Arch, you know the drill. Mm-hmm. What player made you a fan of this team as a kid? Uh, I think I would have to go with Vince Young. Just he was like my first NFL jersey, and I just remember waking up on Sunday mornings just watching Vince Young with my old man. And just he was just so like fun because it, I think it kind of reminded my dad of Steve McNair a little bit, just like the playmaking ability he had. And it was just so exciting for me to watch as a kid. I mean, he could run, he could throw, just tough and gritty. Um, Obviously, like the wheels fell off the bus with him. I don't, I can't remember exactly what happened, but Vince Young, I mean, I wore number 10 when I was in little guy football because I just looked up to Vince Young so much. And he's pretty much the reason why I started as a Titans fan, besides my old man, but just really kind of solidified it for me. Surprisingly, I thought you'd say Chris Johnson. I, I, if I had to pick like my all-time favorite from back in the day, it would be Chris Johnson. But Vince Young was the one who kind of got right. the love going. All right, fair. now favorite, yep, favorite player on the roster right now. I, this is just another one of my hot takes. Just Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he three years ago when Mariota was in, and we were two and four and have Tannehill come in, I, I thought, like, we're doomed. Like, this is it. And then he just leads us to an AFC championship. Like, he he did bring the Titans back from the dead. I mean, Titans were always second to the Colts or second to the Texans. And just when he stepped in, everything about the Titans changed. Like, just their playmaking, just their attitude. And, I mean, honestly, he made me a believer again. Now, obviously, that didn't work out. The Bengals came, but, I mean, I, I still have his back. I, I love Tannehill. Tannehill. 
Tan Tandalorian. Tandalorian, exactly. Uh, now, where do you see this team finishing next season? I, I see us winning the division again. I mean, obviously, Matt Ryan's going to make some noise for the Colts. It's just like it reminds me of the Philip Rivers situation where they brought him in and they just competed. But I, I think they win the division, but the AFC is just so stacked. But, I, I mean, you never know. Like, did I think we would beat the Bengals? Yes. So maybe we can be a sleeper team that makes some noise. The thing about the Titans is they're always just disrespected. And the only people who really have their backs are their fans. And then ESPN is just, like, shocked when they win. So I wouldn't be surprised if they made some noise in the playoffs. I, I, I don't think Super Bowl, but I think they'll make some noise. All right, um, then I forgot about this one. Uh, yeah, one more. Yeah. Forgot about this one. Favorite moment as a fan? I think it would have to be – there's a couple of them, but the one that stands out the most is when Chris Johnson ran for 2,000 yards. I mean, the Titans just have such a history with, like, good running backs. I mean, you have Eddie George. Chris Johnson, Derrick Henry, but he was kind of like the first one who made me really appreciate like the history that we had, I guess, of running backs and just how explosive he is. I mean, if you go back and watch his highlight tapes, he should have like a two or three yard loss, but he's just so patient. And then he's just got that getaway speed where it's just so exciting to watch. Yeah, definitely was uh, one of my favorite Madden players. uh, That's for sure. Um, but that's about all the time uh, we got for the show. And I want to thank you, Archie, for coming on and giving us your wisdom. Anytime. I love it. The brawl is my favorite. Hey, we love to hear thank that. Thank you. Thank you very Go much. Go Grizz, too, Diddy. Go Grizz. Go Maroons. Who went farther? Who went farther? Who won? I can't, anyway, I can't say, much, I can't say much about the Maroons. Losing the chipper? That's yeah, exactly national. why we have this podcast. I shout out Troy Anderson though. Hopefully, yeah, I get to see him down in Vegas for the draft. So, oh, you're going? Hopefully puts you in another chokehold again. We, yeah, that was bad. Um, <laughs> long story short, we we're at the sandbar on the fourth, and my buddy Stu told him to go put me in a chokehold. And Troy, with the physical specimen he is, I kind of just accepted my own fate. The only thing I could do is really just grab the white claw out of his hands and just try and throw it across the lake <laughs> i i just accepted my fate at that point but i'm excited to see where he goes and yeah yeah we definitely are um because at the end of the day we are got to go for montana in the end but mm-hmm. uh once again thanks for joining the show and i uh, want to thank everyone out there uh, listening and i'm glad we're back from uh, spring break and any departing words Jaden? nah i'm good go duke yeah, we'll talk March Madness next time we uh, talk to you. Uh, everyone, uh, follow and subscribe, whatever the hell it, that button does, and have a great night.